Welcome to the Daily Business Hustle podcast. My name is Alexander Vitkin. I'm the creator and founder of the Daily Business Hustle. On this podcast, I share with you my top unbiased business advice, sales advice, and I talk to the world's top experts in their fields related to business. Hi, it's Alex, and I'm here with Matt Laker, who's an instructor in Daily Business Hustle. And today we're going to talk about a topic that is dear to my heart and perhaps also Matt's heart, but it's uh, how to stay sane and healthy while building a business, which is not as easy as it sounds. Now, Matt, he has extensive experience building businesses, helping people build businesses, and also traveling a lot and dealing with all kinds of emotions, up and downs, etc. in his business. So I brought him in here to uh, give his story and his uh, two cents in the video, which is very valuable. So stay tuned for that. Also, we're going to discuss our uh, specific solution, which we use in Daily Business Hustle Mastermind to combat all these problems, which is called peer-to-peer mentorship. So this is a process we've been developing since 2014 in the Daily Business Hustle Mastermind. And Matt is very familiar with that. We uh, recently started calling it peer-to-peer mentorship or peer-to-peer business mentorship. So we'll discuss how that also helps you achieve results faster and stay level-headed, grounded, and get results faster. And welcome, Matt. Welcome to the to my YouTube channel. Uh, hi, Alex. Uh, hi, guys. So yeah, you're right. Uh, running businesses uh, while traveling the world and uh, striving for financial mm-hmm. freedom and freedom of location uh, is going with a certain expense mm-hmm. and uh, you have to handle yourself emotionally. And this is really crazy. So if you're really successful and if you're achieving a lot, if you're mm-hmm. a high achiever, then you have to go through uh, crazy emotions and crazy things in your life because you're gonna push your boundaries. Mm-hmm. So if you're not going through this um, crazy emotions, this means that you're probably not pushing your boundaries. Mm-hmm. So I did push my boundaries uh, a lot in my life. So I'm happy to to give you my mm-hmm. um, my story, share my story. What's what happened? Yeah. By the way, Matt traveled to I think like 50 countries, and you're only 25. Last time I checked. So just as a disclaimer, obviously we're not mental health professionals, and we're not giving you any type of advice for how to treat mental health or any medical condition at all, or anything that could be a medical condition. If you have anything, and if you feel bad or anything is wrong with you, this is purely for entertainment. Here we're just uh, talking about our experiences. We're not really here to give advice about anything. You're gonna here and it's just entertainment so if you have a problem go visit a professional a doctor and let them treat it okay so this video is not for treatment this video is just for entertainment really and that's it so there's a lot to be said for taking on more responsibility especially as you're building a business especially as you're becoming a more successful entrepreneur so it's great for entrepreneurs because as we get more responsibility we get a sense of meaning we get a sense of belonging and we get a sense that we're contributing back to the world, which for me is just one of the most important things for me in my life is contributing back to the world. So it's huge for me. But there is a hidden cost. There are of course people who literally just start business and immediately get results. They never face true failure. They just get results and then more results and it's a ever growing spiral of success for them. I know one or two people like that. It's very rare and to be honest, it's kinda also luck. But most people, they will have to push through a lot of limiting beliefs, many problems, financial, bad decisions, and so on. This is normal, like this is the baseline, okay? So don't compare yourself to the guys who always have it easy, who go out and instantly are able to get girls, or who go out and uh, go to the gym and instantly gain muscles, and who go out and build a business and instantly make a million dollars in their first year. Don't compare yourself to those guys. Let's talk about just the baseline. 
And by the baseline, I mean you, of course, not the general population, because you're watching this video, that means you're interested in entrepreneurship, most likely. So that's who this video is for. So actually, uh, what happened to you, Matt? So what is, what is interesting in your life that, that uh, is related to this discussion? So I went through a lot of crazy stories of me building a business and trying to travel the world and make everything work. So mm -hmm. basically I raised the bar really high mm -hmm. and uh, I didn't have this much experience and ability to actually get there that fast. So mm -hmm. my ambition was very high yet my expertise was not there yet. So I was uh, trying to build a business while traveling all around the world and I um, got myself even into a depression for a certain period of time because of the complexity of all this because mm -hmm. you're pushing things so hard and you're trying to make everything work but then and you resetting all your habits all the time right you basically change everything in your life all the time if you want to improve and then there is a lot of different areas of your life that you are improving basically mm -hmm. there's business there is health and fitness there is relationships and all those things are really hard mm -hmm. like it's it's really hard for me i mean like i'm not special in any way i am just like everyone else so it is extremely hard for me to achieve those things and have a great business that is making a lot of money mm -hmm. and uh, have great relationship and have great body and uh, it's it's hard for almost everyone but yeah <laughs> it's hard i agree yeah. like mm -hmm. yeah so but I, I really i really admire how you like came out the other side because you had that maybe you had a moment at uh, some points in your journey we had a, some moments where it was hard but i really admire you for the fact that you were able to get through it and then the way you got through it is is really admirable so i you know i hope that people can learn from it as well so the one thing i do and maybe a lot of people don't do it is mm -hmm. i just don't give up i just always try to figure out the way one mm -hmm. or another to actually achieve what i want so I know I failed a lot. I've, mm -hmm. I've been failing so much and you saw me failing so many times in life, either financially, crashing my business, but like there is always this uh, power of will that uh, we're probably gonna discuss a little bit later. But <laughs> there's always this power of will where you're just, uh, just pushing it, pushing it, and you're hitting the wall. So you're hitting it harder until you break the wall or you're just trying to find a way around the wall. I don't know if mm -hmm. it's a good analogy, but... Uh, I think it's pretty much accurate to my life. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree, actually. It's the way I see it, you're using this uh, power of will or willpower, as they say. You're using it to do shit that other people just don't want to do because it's hard. It's hard. And you need to force yourself to do it for long periods of time, week after week, month after month. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be some cracks, you know. There's going to be some cracks. For me, it's just cracks. They just mean that these are areas in my life that I need to fix. That That's what I believe. So the way I see it is actually I'm a fan of Jordan Peterson, although don't tell anyone, apparently he's a very bad person. But the way he says it, the first thing that he looks at when he meets a person who has some kind of mental health issues or a depression or whatever, he says that, this paraphrasing of course, the first thing he looks at is diet and sleep patterns. Like what did you eat this morning and when did you go to bed normally, right? And for me, I 100% agree, especially after traveling and changing time zones, and waking up super early for airplanes for many, many, many years. I've been doing it for six years now. It's Don't do it, but it's too long. But, but after seeing the effect on me and other people, sleep and food and like the patterns and the timing of that is just huge. It's so fucking important. Now, another thing that's important is your relationship with alcohol and uh, drugs, especially weed and stuff like that. Obviously, we're not going to talk about hard drugs. That's, you know, that's a whole different story. But stuff like weed, um, I used to drink alcohol. I don't anymore, but it was, it was a huge change for me to stop doing that. And I do believe that having the good sleep schedule 
eating properly and cutting stuff like alcohol can have a huge effect on people. And usually it's a positive effect. Although I definitely have seen entrepreneurs succeed who do drink a little bit and smoke a little bit of weed legally, of course. So I did see people succeed. It's just not for me. And for most people I recommend maybe cut it down a little bit. What do you think, Matt? So I, um, when I went through my depression, I, uh, during the hardest time, I, I cut everything out, like all alcohol, everything unhealthy, mm. sugar, candies, fried food, everything was uh, cut out. And my doctor told me that you have to cut this out and you have to have great sleep. So the first thing, and then you have to exercise. Yeah. So they, they said this, the first thing you're gonna have to do even before you get any help from psychologists yeah. or anything with your mental health, you have we have to fix your uh, sleeping. We have yeah. to s fix the, what you eat. You have to have healthy diet, and uh, you have to exercise. So I had a period of my life where I was basically living like uh, like a monk, eating only healthy mm. food, going to sleep every day at the same time, not drinking alcohol, also meditating yeah. and doing all those I, things. I think I think mm -hmm. you have an awesome one of your most popular videos actually about this topic. I'll just. Uh, since we're talking about it, we'll link the video below as well. Awesome video, one of my favorite ones on Matt's YouTube channel. So check it out in the comments. What is the title of the video? Uh, the video is about the depression and how yeah. I overcame the depression. So you guys should check this out. It's a really cool video yeah, yeah, we yeah. made. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that uh, that was the first thing. So taking care of the body. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And it influences your mental health. So that was the first thing that I have fixed. And then for me, it yeah. doesn't work in the long term not to drink at all mm -hmm. and to be perfectly healthy and sleep always at the perfect time because it's just not in line with my personality. Mm -hmm. I can't function like this. It makes me bored. But um, I figured a certain balance in my life when I don't drink that much, when I sleep quite quite good eight mm -hmm. hours uh, almost every day and basically there is much more balance. So it's not perfect, mm -hmm. but I don't have this problem anymore as much. So I'm capable of just being a little bit crazy, but at the same time, uh, I still have a sleeping pattern. I still have rather healthy food. I would rather eat a salad or a steak instead of some mm -hmm. fried food. Interesting. So do you see long-term benefits to this? Like, did you keep doing that for, are you still doing it? So the way I see it is that you can force yourself and use power of will to mm -hmm. live perfectly healthy. Mm -hmm. And I can see my pictures from the period of my mm. life where I was uh, eating very healthy and uh, where I was just living perfectly healthy. Mm -hmm. And I can say that I was very skinny. Very energetic, I think. <laughs> rather energetic, my body looked good, but I was honestly speaking bored. So there is oh. a certain, there is a certain line for me that I don't want to cross between actually having utility from mm -hmm. life uh, and being healthy. So mm -hmm. there is a sweet spot and I guess everyone has a different sweet spot. And then um, there is a certain power of will. I used to believe that mm -hmm. I have a certain power of will that I can allocate mm -hmm. for certain things. So let's say I can use 20% of my power of will to go to the gym, 50% for work and another 30% for um, cooking healthy, but actually mm -hmm. the new new study we talked about is the new research uh, says that um, you don't have a limited power yeah, of will. Yeah. So actually you can push yourself as hard as possible mm -hmm. to achieve things. But uh, for me, I guess it's it's a matter of how you want to live your life in the mm -hmm. end. So you probably, th th there is always a balance between what you want to achieve in the long term and a short term utility. Mm -hmm. So you don't want to, you know, you, you work and live for some purpose of enjoying your life as well. Yeah, for me, the way I look at willpower is uh, it's semi 
limitless because I don't want to fall into this trap, the old paradigm of there's limited willpower, right? Like you mentioned. Mm -hmm. uh, so what I believe is I can do it and I can push myself uh, and I choose to stop at a certain point because when I'm making a decision about, you know, for example, using my willpower and just forcing myself to work mm -hmm. for a whole day, which I do like once every two weeks or something like that, I really force myself. But then I know there's a negative effect day after, two days after, etc. just in terms of my body and how tired I am. Now, of course, I'm fixing this by going to the gym now and getting into better, more energetic state, but it's a long process. And there's only so much you can force yourself to do because my, my plan is at least to, um, to work forever. Like I'm not interested in like retirement and the traditional way of life. I'm interested in working forever, contributing forever. And you know, there, there's guys like Warren Buffett, they're like 80 and the, almost 90 years old. They're still working, they're still hustling, they're still generating value. And that is who I want to emulate. I don't wanna emulate the people who just like survive and get by. That is the old way of thinking. And as you can see, if you if you watch any news or if you follow you know the current developments, uh, that old way is going away. And now we have the ability to live long, prosperous lives and that are where we are healthy and energetic forever. So yesterday we completed part two. So today we're continuing with, so yesterday we completed part one. Today we're continuing with part two of the same topic. So in conclusion about what we were talking about last time, people are influenced by their hormone levels, by their energy and so on. So what I do personally, what a lot of my friends do is we do seven to 15,000 steps a day walking. Uh, very important to get that exercise and those calorie calories burned every single day. Also, because we're you know rest of the time we're sitting a lot, we're standing or walking very slowly in a walking this treadmill. So it's very important to keep those energy levels high and those hormone levels stable. Although I'm definitely not an expert on hormone levels or anything like that, uh, I can tell you that doing exercise is huge. And yet other people they do stuff like yoga and going to the gym, obviously as well. I used to do all those things as well. So I used mm -hmm. to do meditation, a certain amount of steps every yoga. day, <laughs> yoga. Uh, and I used to schedule my day perfectly in line with uh, efficiency mm -hmm. so that uh, your body is uh, feeling great. And I did it for three months. So I saw pictures from back then. Mm -hmm. and I can see, I can say that my body looked good. I can say that I was uh, skinny, good looking, but uh, um, it was, a little bit boring in a way after some time. Mm. So I guess that there is a certain balance of how much um, you can do, of how much you can take care for yourself. Because at certain level, you're taking care about you know your mm. life and you're doing all those things. So you're taking care of yourself too much, right? It's like you can't take care of yourself maybe too much, but you're just um, investing so much of your mental energy mm -hmm. to do all those things, to mm -hmm. keep this That's in your true, agenda, yeah. do yoga, do certain amount of steps, and those are additional things, additional tasks, going to the gym that you mm -hmm. have to do during the day. And um, at some stage, I thought, hey, uh, this is too much for my mm -hmm. mental realm. Like I thought, hey, uh, I am doing too many things and and I just can't, I don't have power of will anymore to mm -hmm. do it. So I, I thought I just gonna give up. Although um, the current studies, they, um, they prove that there is no limitation in mm -hmm. terms of uh, amount of uh, um, power of will that you have. Yeah, there's, there's, they discovered there's an unlimited amount of willpower, although for years, even me on my YouTube channel said, oh, there's this willpower, you need to use it, it's limited. Well, now they discovered that all of that is not true. So the previous studies were incorrect and a new study says there's unlimited willpower. 
yeah, I, um, I, I'm trying to adjust this now. But for me, basically, when I'm uh, taking care for myself too much and I don't give myself anything in life as, um, you know, no party, no mm. alcohol, nothing, I, um, I start feeling a little bit bored. And this is not necessarily in line with uh, um, what I want to do. So I guess that there is certain uh, sweet spot that you mm. need to find between uh, how you enjoy your life and how much you're taking care for yourself so that you're more efficient to run a business. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So next thing I wanted to discuss was how you spend your money and how it can influence your mood. This is huge. You know, if you've ever dated anyone in your life, I'm sure you've dated someone who's really relying on spending money to feel better. Now, it's a very common problem. Now, there's two ways of using money, let's say, to get good emotions and long-term happiness out of money. There's many ways of doing this. The first one is the short-term strategy where you buy random crap, even potentially, you know, in some guys' lives, not mine, of course, but hookers, you know, drugs. That's like super bad, super short-term thinking that gets you some happy feelings and some dopamine hits fast, but it ruins your life slowly but surely. And in some cases, very quickly. And it's a risk to your health as well. So that's the bad way of doing things. Now, the good way of using money to get happiness, because make no mistake, money is 100% connected to happiness. They did a study and you need $175,000 or more a year in income to have the maximum happiness. That, that's above that, there's little effect in happiness. But up to that, it's huge effect in happiness, right? Because you don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know if you can uh, afford certain things that are very important in your life. You can't afford to take enough time off, et cetera, et cetera. But, what are some good ways of spending or using money to gain happiness? So one good way is a little bit of woo-woo, so bear with me here, it's giving to charity. I give a pretty significant amount of money every month to charity. Uh, it's as much as some people would make in a job, for example, but um, you know, it's obviously not to brag, but I just do it because that's the right thing to do. That is the way forward, that is the way we escape from government rule where the government controls who gets which money and uh, you know, basically socialism and all that. I don't like anything related to politics, but I especially don't like socialism and handing out cash. So what I do is as an individual and as a business owner, I give money to those who need it the most so that they rely less on government, right? This is an awesome, awesome way to use money to gain leverage in your life and to work towards a higher goal right now even right now if you don't have a charity yourself or if your business is just normal business you can still contribute to people's lives so another good way to use money to gain long-term success is to save 10 to 20 percent at least until you have a very significant buffer where you can survive three six or 12 months without any income and beyond that you should still save 10 to 20 percent but maybe to a slightly lesser degree so the reason for this is the stability that you gain, just the mental clarity and the lack of hunger for immediate gratification, that's going to allow you to build a more successful business and do it faster and in a more stable, more grounded, more you know, good foundational way, let's call it. I think you can definitely do some fun things in your lives that are not that harming to your health. So obviously if you're going too much extreme and you're doing something very unhealthy that mm -hmm. brings you short-term happiness, then it's not a good trade-off. But if you're doing something that is um, moderately okay, such as mm -hmm. uh, going to party and not getting 
wasted and it's not screwing up your schedule entirely, mm -hmm. then I think it's high utility mm. and there is not that much you can lose in the long term. So I think in this case, this is completely fine. Right. So what you're saying essentially is for the short term gratification mm -hmm. and long term pleasure and success, you can't just focus on one or the other. If you focus on one, it always ends badly. But if you do long term most of the time, and sometimes you do short term to a moderate degree, then you get the benefits of the long term without burning out. That's what you're saying essentially. Exactly. This is exactly what I mean. You feel happy. You feel like you get things you, mm -hmm. you, you want to get. So, uh, so you fulfill those weaknesses that mm -hmm. you have as much as possible at the same time building your legacy. And then you're not getting too crazy so that you're just working every day, meditating, doing yoga. But um, inside you feel like, why am I even doing this? Mm -hmm. Why am, am I even doing this if I don't get any pleasure? Yeah. Your inner animal needs something too sometimes. <laughs> yes. So one final point I wanted to make is actually that it's quite normal to go to these uh, through these ups and downs as an entrepreneur. You will always feel ups and downs. Even if your business is going up, you'll always feel ups and downs because your life is complicated. Everyone's life is complicated. Now what we found is that it definitely helps talking to professionals and so on, but it definitely also helps to talk to your peers. And especially if you're traveling, it can be very influential on your mental health and physical health, especially if you don't have good habits. That's why we recommend traveling with other entrepreneurs. That's why we've been working on something called peer-to-peer -peer mentorship for the past four years. This is a system that we use in the Daily Business Hustle Mastermind to get guys success long-term and to have them grow continuously for a long, long time. The way we do this is, of course, there's instructors who have many years experience in our mastermind, right? But here's the secret. These instructors are peers. They're six months, three months, 12 months, two years, five years, and so on, ahead of the people that they teach. It's best to be taught by someone who's not too far ahead of you because they still understand where you're coming from, they still understand your pain points and so on because they just recently went through this themselves. Of course, if the person is trained, he's a good instructor, not if he's a beginner uh, implementer and a beginner instructor, that wouldn't make any sense. So if it's done properly, the P2P business mentorship system is a very effective system to beat loneliness and to avoid certain down cycles which can cause you to go from $15,000 a month to $7,000 a month because people know exactly what you're feeling because they just recently went through the same thing. So if you'd like to find out more, you can message either me or Matt on Facebook. We'll tell you some more. His name is Matt Laker. I'll link his YouTube channel below. And uh, if you have any questions to either of us, just comment below. I'd love to talk to you and see you next time. All right, this was our show for today. Please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast if you like it. I'll see you next time. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit vitkin.net. That's V-I-T-K-I-N.net. Thank you for listening to the show and see you next time.